This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another episode of the Did He Really Just Say That? episode of The Word of the Lord. Take Fox News off the air and Newsmax and One America News. That's the goal of the left. More on this in a second. But first, you all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. I use MyPillow, and I am sleeping so much better. I use the Giza sheets, too. You can get deep discounts on MyPillows, MyPillow's mattresses, toppers, robes, slippers, and so much more. For example, they are bringing back the buy one, get one free offer for the Giza Dream Sheets. You don't want to miss this. That's right. Buy one set of sheets and get another absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free for the Giza Dream Sheets. Enter promo code JEFF or call 800-606-1043 for these great radio specials. Now... Perhaps you remember that a few days back, two California Democratic House members, Representatives Anna Eshoo and Jerry McNerney, got some attention when they sent a letter to the CEOs of the country's biggest TV providers, in which they said, ever so non-subtly, this, quote, Misinformation on TV has led to our current polluted information environment that radicalizes individuals to commit seditious acts and rejects public health best practices, among other issues in our public discourse, unquote, they wrote, quote, to our knowledge, the cable, satellite and over the top companies that disseminate these media outlets to American viewers have done nothing in response to the misinformation aired by these outlets, unquote. Then the two end their letter with this question, quote, Are you planning to continue carrying Fox News, Newsmax, and OAN and on UVerse, DirecTV, and AT&T TV, both now and beyond any contract renewal date? If so, why? Unquote. You got that? Two members of Congress are using the government to intimidate media companies into silencing conservative cable news channels. Then there's the latest authoritarian gambit <clears throat> from the Biden administration. Over there in the Washington Examiner, columnist Brad Palumbo reveals the Biden support for the House Democrats' legislative jewel called the PRO Act. What is the PRO Act? Among many sweeping so-called reforms, the PRO Act, notes Palumbo, would make many commonplace forms of independent contractors, freelance folks, arrangements, illegal. It's based on a California law that was so dysfunctional, even voters in the very blue state, in that very blue state, voted to change it. Palumbo notes that with the rise of the gig economy, jobs such as driving for Uber and other forms of independent work enabled by the digital era, more than 57 million Americans now work as freelancers in some capacity. But President Biden just endorsed a radical labor law that endangers their livelihood. He says it purports to stop workers from being misclassified, quote unquote, as freelancers in order to force companies to hire them full time. 
But the PRO Act redefinition of freelance worker is so narrow that a worker can only provide a company with a freelance service that is outside its normal purview. For example, Uber is a driving company. It couldn't hire drivers as freelancers, but it could potentially hire a janitor as a freelancer. Essentially, flexible freelance jobs such as Uber drivers or part-time newspaper columnists would be illegal in their current forms. In the case of your word of the Lord host, this would mean I could no longer be a contributor to the various conservative publications where I write columns. In the case of Mr. Palumbo, a regular contributor to the Washington Examiner, his work, he says, would instantly become unlawful. So add these two stories together, and what you have is a concerted effort to silence conservative media. First, by forcing cable news companies to drop Fox News, Newsmax, and One America News. Then, secondly, by essentially making the freelance work of conservative writers illegal. Glenn Greenwald, himself a man of the left, but very much a staunch defender of free speech, tweeted out this, quote, It's just a fact that the people who spent the last four years claiming to be so very worried about authoritarianism are absolutely committed to using their new power as the majority party to censor their adversaries off both the Internet and cable using bullying tactics like this, unquote. Over there at CNN, my former colleague Brian Stelter, anchor of Reliable Sources, made a direct appeal for censorship of CNN rival Fox News. First, he says that is exactly what he is not doing, saying this, quote, Dishonest cries of censorship are filling Fox's airwaves with charges that these guys right here are being suppressed. The word censorship has been invoked almost 400 times on Fox this month alone and more than 300 times on Newsmax. Tucker Carlson is telling viewers that this network, CNN, is trying to force Fox News off the air, which is patently false. It is predictable as the sunrise. Democrats win elections and Republicans say they're being silenced, unquote. Then, as my Newsbusters colleague Tim Graham points out, in the very next sentence, Brian says, quote, But while some cry cancel culture, let me suggest a different way to think about this, a harm reduction model. And reducing a liar's reach is not the same as censoring freedom of speech, unquote. Oh, the temptation to review all those false CNN stories about Trump-Russia collusion. But I'll resist. Instead, I'll remind of CNN's Oliver Darcy, a frequent Stelter guest, saying this in the wake of the riot at the Capitol, quote, It is time TV carriers face questions for lending their platforms to dishonest companies that profit off of disinformation and conspiracy theories. Unquote. Again, Brian has just described the CNN approach, and Oliver Darcy has just described the CNN approach, to the lie of Trump-Russia collusion. As Tim Graham from Newsbusters also points out, quote, New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof said that, quote, cable providers should be asked why they distribute channels that peddle lies. Washington Post columnist and CNN analyst Max Boot wrote that cable provisors should, quote, step in and kick Fox News off, unquote. So, you got all that? The move is on to silence conservative cable news channels and to make it impossible for conservative freelance writers to ply their trade. Last month, Tucker Carlson took time on his Fox show to focus on the move to silence him, said Tucker, quote, In the last several weeks, and particularly in the last 24 hours, the call to take this show off the air by groups funded, for real, by the Ford Foundation, 
or by George Soros, by Michael Bloomberg, by Jeff Bezos, has become deafening, going after our advertisers, going after the companies that carry our signal into your home, unquote. Tucker also noted this, quote, The moment they took power, Democrats began a kind of counter-reformation against the, tr- the free Internet. They started the most sweeping mass censorship campaign in the history of this country. On Wednesday, for example, Google pulled a pro-life news site off of YouTube. Why did they do that? Simple. Google supports abortion, like a lot of big corporations do. Children distract the labor force. If you're raising your family, you are not serving shareholders. Google doesn't want to debate on the subject, so they just shut the debate down. Hundreds of thousands of subscribers to LifeSite News will no longer be watching videos that question abortion because they're not allowed to. On Thursday, Twitter shut down James O'Keefe's Project Veritas Twitter feed. There was no justifiable reason to do this, but no one in the media asked questions about it or appeared to consider it a problem. And they're not the only ones. In the last 30 days, a single columnist at the New York Times called Nick Nick Kristoff has written three separate columns demanding that someone yank this news channel off the air immediately. On Wednesday, Kristoff suggested that, quote, Tucker Carlson tonight was somehow guilty of terrorism and violence, something that we've opposed consistently for four years, unquote. Over at the Washington Post, media critic Margaret Sullivan wrote this, quote, The mob that stormed and desecrated the Capitol could not have existed in a country that hadn't been radicalized by the likes of Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and Laura Ingram, and swayed by biased news coverage, unquote. Oh, yes, and let's not forget the big tech... big tech efforts to silence our friend Mike Lindell, not to mention the move to have his great My Pillow products shut out of various stores and outlets around the country. Individually and collectively, I would suggest to all of these would-be fascists, what bunk? The New York Times and the Washington Post were opposed to the Vietnam War. Did that make them responsible for the violence uh, at anti-war rallies of the day? Both papers were staunch supporters of the civil rights movement in the 1960s. Good for them. I agreed with them. Did that make them responsible for the race riots that swept America in 1965, 1967, and 1968? Should they have been shut down? Of course not. Look, what we are seeing in real time is, let's be crystal clear, a fascist-style move to shut down conservative media. It could be Fox, Newsmax, OAN, Hannity, Tucker, Laura, Mike Lindell, or any other conservative dissenter from the left's authoritarian worldview. It is wrong, and it is dangerous. Stop by my website, The Jeffrey Lord, and I'll see you again for another episode of The Word of the Lord. <laughs> 